Blog Talk Radio. And all who are thirsty, and all who are weak, come to the fountain, and if you are
As deep cries out, too deep, we want nothing else. As deep cries out, too deep, sing, come Lord Jesus. Come Lord Jesus, come, you're all that we want, come. Praise God. Welcome to another edition of Prayer International Radio. This is Intimate in the Word. And I am one of the hosts tonight, Chris Herzog, and Sean Holmberg will also be in the studio with us here in a little while. And tonight, we are lifting up the name of Jesus and celebrating His glorious presence. Just remaining in an attitude of worship, an attitude of gratitude, thankfulness, singing and making melody in our hearts to the Lord. And so, if you want to join in to the show tonight or call in for prayer, feel free. The number is 619-638-8458. Tonight we are going to be praying for the nations, praying for those in Japan, just seeing what the Holy Spirit has for us. Of course, we've got different prayer requests that have come in. Praise God. Let's open up in a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Father, we just ask that tonight your peace and your presence would cover everyone listening. Father, as the waters cover the earth, Lord, as the waters cover the sea, Lord, your presence cover your people tonight. Father, we pray Holy Spirit would touch those around the globe that are lifting up the name of Jesus. Father, you begin to draw all men and women to you that don't know you. Father, we pray for those that are lost, those that are unsaved, whose eyes are blinded to the truth. Father, we pray that the gospel of Jesus Christ would go to the four corners of the earth, that you would raise up men and women, teenagers, to go forward with the power of your Holy Spirit, rooted and grounded in your word, and that, Father, you would touch the nations. So, Father, we thank you 
that you are speaking in the earth today. We thank you that you are actively moving by the power of your Holy Spirit. We pray for your body of Christ, the church at large. Father, we thank you for the body of Christ. Lord, you would touch the leaders and those that are just coming in and those that are in authority. Father, those that are eager to desire to be trained and raised up in the things of God. Father, we just pray, Lord God, that your blessing, that your presence and your anointing, your empowerment would be upon them, Father, for success in everything that they do. We thank you that all your people are people of influence. The Father, it's not limited to those in the pulpit or those that are speaking or those that are in a teaching capacity, but, Father, all the men and women that bear the name of Christ, Father, you have called to lead and feed and influence those around them and share their testimony and the love of Jesus. We pray tonight that a spirit of boldness would come over your people, a spirit of peace, Lord, you would help them to understand who they are and the purposes and plans of God for their lives. Father, we pray your kingdom come and your will be done tonight, Father, on earth as it is in heaven, over every man and woman listening, over the United States. Father, we pray over Israel. Father, we speak your blessing, your peace, your prosperity, your abundance. Jesus Christ would be revealed as Savior, Messiah, and Lord, that the Holy Spirit would bring the healing of Jesus to the nations and to this nation, that you would shake it back to its original foundation. Father, we pray, Lord God, for a spirit of boldness to rest in the hearts of your people, a spirit of love, a spirit of faith, a gift of love and a gift of faith can manifest in the hearts of your people. Thank you, Father. We just thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit going forward, speaking men and women, supernatural signs and wonders, angelic visitations. Most of all, the character of Christ, the character of Jesus is being formed and fashioning in the heart of the believers that are claiming his name and walking in his spirit. Father, we just declare grace tonight over everybody, Father, that they would know your grace, they would know your love, they will know your peace. Father, we pray for families, for marriages right now, Lord, that they will be strengthened and blessed. Help them find divine purpose. Give grace, Lord, to those every parent. Bless, Lord, even those that are single parents. Give them grace, extra grace, to raise their children in the fear of the Lord so when they're not uh, so they would not depart from it when they're old. They would speak a blessing over the children, over the teenagers, over the families, the sons and daughters of every person listening. 
Father, we thank you for your glory coming down, your fire falling, to heal bodies right now, to change lives, heal by the power of your Holy Spirit. We pray for Linda right now, who just came through heart surgery. Pray that she be strengthened by the power of the Holy Spirit. Those that are listening would join in in intercession for those that are lifted up on these broadcasts. Even those that are archived would pray and put them on your prayer list. We just bless Linda in Jesus' name that she be strengthened. Right now we pray for Pat and Judy. Sherry, that they would be strengthened in their bodies, that all sickness and disease would go in the name of Jesus, and they would be free to serve the living God. Lord, we just pray for Brandon. He lifted up his friend Jason the other night. We just want to pray for Jason and declare that he has been healed. That Lord, you are working in him, blessing and strengthening his family strengthening him to walk through the season of his life. We just speak healing and wholeness and peace over him in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Father, right now we just want to join our prayers for Japan. Lord, for those that are praying around the globe, Lord, bless those in the nation of Japan. Father, strengthen them, send relief, send support, send people that would help labor and fund relief and and help aid in the crisis. And Lord, use this crisis for an opportunity. Use it for the gospel to touch the hearts of men and women and children. That Lord, you would send missionaries, Lord, to support and bless, send people to help. Lord, we pray for those that are still trying to get to hospitals and still trying to get food and shelter. Father, we pray that you would just do miracles for them. Lord, help them to find shelter and food. Lord, do miracles and heal their bodies if they can't get to a hospital. Lord, or send doctors and nurses, people that are skilled in medicine to them somehow. And Father, we pray, Lord God, that you would just do a great money work in the nation of Japan right now, Father. So, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for blessing America, blessing our president. So, Father, we go into a time of worship now, Lord, and we just go into a time of thankfulness. And tonight we'll lift up more prayer requests. If you have anything you want to pray about, 619-638-8458. This is Intimate in the Word. My name is Chris Herzog. I'm a co-host with Sean Holmberg in the studio tonight. We are going to go into a time of worship. I believe a time of teaching. We just thank you for listening tonight.
All right, well, praise God. Welcome back to another edition of Intimate in the Word with Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and we have Sean Holmberg in the studio with us, and we're both hosting tonight. Sean, are you there?
from the Father rest on all believers. I mean, it says in the Old Testament, it says in Joel, it says in the last days I will pour out my spirit, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And it didn't say just those who had the right degree or those who have the right status. I mean, and, and there are a place for pastors and prophets and teachers, and the Bible clearly mentions that there are positions in the body of Christ. But at the same time, there is also the same Holy Spirit that dwells in every believer, and the same Holy Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the de- from the dead dwells in me. He dwells in you. He dwells in our in our friends. Anybody who's accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and received the gifts of the Holy Spirit, that same anointing dwells, and you don't necessarily have to be in a position of authority to be to have authority, because our authority. Something we talked about last night is authority doesn't come from us, but our authority comes from from Jesus. And we talked about how He's our banner, and you know He is proclaimed over us. Jesus said that the works I do, you will do greater. And He told His disciples, He said, "Go into all the nations and preach the gospel." And you know we we have a great commission, and that word's used a lot, but I think at times it's it's not emphasized enough. It's emphasized in a lot of ways as something that people can dream about, like going into the mission field and going here and going there, but sometimes it's not going anywhere but out your front door and across the street to your neighbor's house or across the aisle in the shopping mall or wherever you're at or across the aisle at work because the Great Commission just doesn't exist um, overseas. It exists here where where you're at, I mean, in your own town, in your own city, because if you can't start with the people around you, there's no point trying to go to the other side of the world to do the same work, because heaven forbid we, as a church, spend all our time reaching out to all those who are a million miles miles away when we have people a couple feet away who've never heard the gospel of Christ. And, you know, there are people who the Lord has called. And, you know, people have specific callings that the Lord places upon their lives and their specific mantles. And we'll get into anointings and mantles at a later time. But the the point is, is that everybody has an anointing and has the calling from the Lord to preach the gospel. And, you know, Paul said that we are ambassadors of reconciliation, as we are ambassadors of God. And... God reconciling the world through us and that we are representations of Christ and the whole New Testament Testament is scattered with verses about how we carry this treasure in earthen vessels and it and and how that we are living epistles like God in the Old Testament gave Moses tablets of stone that he had read upon, wrote upon. And in the New Testament, it's different because there's no more tablets of stone. Because he said in Isaiah, I will write my laws on their hearts and on their minds. And, you know, and when the Holy Spirit fills our lives and we become children of God, God takes the same principle, but instead of writing on tablets of stone, he writes on tablets of our heart, and he writes on us, and he literally makes us a page in a symphony, a page in, it's like a composition, or each one of us is a page in a book, like a best-selling book by the Father, um, about the character of Christ, and about relationship, and about the love of the Father, and we are representations of that. We are 
you know, it says in it says in Corinthians, it says we behold it as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. And we had talked to talked before about how that's referring to Jesus. And you know, Jesus said that when he told the people over and over again in the New Testament, he said, When you see me you have seen the Father and because he said, I and my father are one. And then Jesus prayed and he said and he prayed that we would be one with him as he is with the Father and not equating ourselves to God, but in the sense of the same intimacy in our relationship, that we become one with him and we have communion with him and we have fellowship with him. And in the same way that Jesus was a direct representation of the Father and Jesus was the representation of the glory of the Father, we as the body of Christ are the representation of the glory of Jesus in this earth through the power of the Holy Spirit who has been poured out into our lives. And so, regardless of who you are, whether you have any degree at all, it really doesn't matter. Um, for God's not a respecter of persons. I mean, and he, God will use anybody, and all it takes is the people who are willing to stand up and say, Father, use me, and use me here, use me now, and literally turning your heart and turning your mind over to the Lord and casting away all your expectations as far as how you think that the Lord needs things to be done. Because a lot of times we have dreams, and we should we should always, you know, someone told me a long time ago that the three things that any Christian should do is they should dream big, and then they should pray big, and then they should expect big. But the, the problem with that is when we expect big, our expectations are nowhere close to the expectations of the Father, and as far as we can only dream, and ex we dream so much, but our dreams are small compared to what the Father really wants to do with our lives. And it said, I mean, he said, exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. And so we set expectations about what we think the Father is wanting to do in our lives, but in reality, he always wants to do so much more than we can possibly comprehend. And one of the reasons we have problem comprehending it is because we don't have the mind of, of God. I mean, it says we have the mind of Christ and the Holy Spirit reveals to us the heart of the Father. But God also said, my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And so sometimes we limit God by our own comprehension of the world and the way things work. But in reality, God really doesn't care how this world works because God made the world, and he can interact and change. And, you know, that's the whole thing about supernatural miracles is they happen in the natural world, but they surpass the understanding of men. And so a lot of times, even we as Christians, we can't necessarily wrap our mind around it. And so it's hard for us to necessarily believe the things that God wants to give to us because we just can't understand how he would do it. But, you know, it's funny because God is, from the beginning of time into now, um, God has always been interacting with his with his people and with his children, and he's always had an active role in the world. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there who don't necessarily believe that, but, you know, there was a movie called City of Angels where Nicolas Cage um, made this good quote, and, he said, and it's like my favorite quote ever, and it said, some things are true whether you believe in them or not. And, you know, whether you believe that God has a role in this world is completely irrelevant because he does, whether we believe in it or not. And God has given us promises, and it really doesn't matter what people believe about his promises. They're true. 
and if you're willing to come into agreement with his promises, then you can see those great, I mean, he said in Jeremiah 3, 3, call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you know not of. And so it's a matter of taking what we know and just throwing it aside and just trusting our, trusting the Lord and believing him and taking him at his word. And there's like, and even in Amos, there is a verse talked about giving, and he said, "Test, try me now on this, and see if I will not." And you know, the Father is always saying that with His promises. He said, "Just try me, trust me, trust the word I have spoken over your life, trust it, and watch me do the rest, and watch what I will do for those who believe." And I mean, it says that Jesus said that nothing is impossible with the Father. And I wanted to, and it reminded me of some verses. One of them was in Amos 3, where in Amos 3, chapter 3, verse 7, it says, Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals it, his secrets to his servants, the prophets. And it says, A lion has roared, who will not fear? A, the Lord God has spoken, who can but prophesy? And it sort of reminded me of what Paul said. It's like we have the revelation of the knowledge of God and of the and we have the revelation of the love of the Father that Jesus Christ that he sent his own son Jesus Christ to die for the sins of the world and we have this knowledge that has been hidden through past generations and this knowledge that God has loved the world so much that he sent his son to die that anybody who believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And not only have everlasting life, but be translated from the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light and be adopted into the family of the Father and to become heirs of Christ and join heirs with him and to be seated in heavenly places with Christ. And there's all these great and amazing things that the Father has bestowed upon us who believe in his in the name of the son Jesus Christ and believe in what he's done and it's like we have this knowledge how can we not prophesy about it how can we not share this with the nations how can we not share it with the people around us because the m most amazing thing that we possess is the knowledge of Jesus and it's the love of the father and the ability to be representations of Christ to a fallen world and not only a fallen world, but a world that doesn't have hope. And there is no hope outside of Jesus Christ. And, you know, there's the funny saying that, um, and, you know, it's Jesus is the answer for everything. No matter what the problem is, Jesus is the answer. And it always comes down to that. He is the answer, period. Whatever we need, we trust in the Father because we know that he'll provide. You know, David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor is he begging for bread. And whatever the mountain, it doesn't matter because Jesus turned around and said, if you just have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you'll say to the mountain, be removed, and it will. And he said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And we have these promises from the Father, and all we have to do is trust him. And it's the same thing with telling people about him, you know, it's not the words that come out of our mouth that are important because the words are insignificant. It's the act of obedience and the act of faith and the stepping outside of our boundary and our comfort zone 
and taking a move toward the will of God. And, you know, a lot of times, I, I read in a book once that the biggest problem with the Christian church is that the Christian church is always on the defensive when we should be on the offensive. Because it says that we battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this age. And it says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. And we have this knowledge of not only the love of the Father and the love of Jesus, but also the power of Jesus to break strongholds and to break bondages and to loose the captives and set them free to open the eyes of the blind. And, you know, we have this knowledge, and as freely, it is as freely as you have received, freely give. And we should be fountains of living water that are constantly pouring out. And we should be trees of life. I mean, trees that bear fruit, and our fruit is to, is to actually do the will of the Father and produce fruit for him because we've been freely given this life that we should turn around and be freely giving out to other people and because heaven forbid that we spend all our life trying to be comfortable that we miss the opportunity to change the eternal destiny of someone who is a feet a foot away from us and you know some people just don't think well I can't really do anything and it's not going to really matter what I say and I don't have this ability and I can't play guitar the best and I can't write music and I can't write books and I'm not really a good speaker and you know what I know I said this last night you know Paul said that when he came he came not preaching words of human wisdom but in demonstration of the spirit and power that your faith wouldn't be in man, but in the power of God. And it's not about what we possess, because it's the power of the Father, it's the power of the Holy Spirit that does everything. All we are is willing conduits and vessels that we put ourselves in a position of letting him use us and submitting our lives to him to be used in whatever way he sees fit. And you know, even and if you think that it, that you don't have the ability to do something, you're not alone because most Christians feel the same way. And I've noticed that most of the most anointed men and women of God don't really think highly of themselves as far as their abilities. It's always they get to the point where you do so much, and then you're saying, "Okay, God, I'm I can't do it. I'm giving the rest up to you, and I let you do everything." And at the point where you actually you let Him have control and you give him the glory for what he's going to do, then that's when the miraculous happens. Because you realize it's not from ourselves. It's from the Holy Spirit. And, you know, there's I've prayed for so many people, and I've noticed one of the first times I prayed for someone, I thought it was sort of odd because I prayed for someone, and I didn't really know what to expect. I almost expected that I would pray for him and lightning would shoot out of my hands or something, or I would feel something, but I felt nothing. And it's a completely awkward feeling until I got to the place of understanding that it wasn't my hands that were doing the healing. It was the Holy Spirit. It was the blood of Jesus doing the healing, and it was the contact of obedience that became a conduit 
for his word to become a reality and speaking out the word of God and declaring the promises that God has made. And in the process of declaring with our mouths the promises of God, we are coming into agreement with Jesus. He said, if two or more of you gather together in agreement, I am there in the midst. And so if it's me speaking forth the words of God and the Holy Spirit is there agreeing with me, then that's two. And so now Jesus is in the midst, and now we have three people. And the Bible says two are better than one, and a three-fold cord can't easily be broken. And so it's not ever just me or just you or just one person. It's it's always a collaboration of us and the Father. It's always a work that we're doing with him. And not only with him, we're doing it through him and through his strength and through his power. And it's through his ability, which is why he gets all the glory, because he's the one who does everything. And, you know, even Moses didn't really feel like he was much of anything. I mean, he didn't have, like, the best past. I mean, he had sort of a shady past, and he had done a couple things that he wasn't probably very proud of. But and he, and, and on top of that, he couldn't speak very well. And so he, even when God offered him this amazing opportunity, I mean, he's like, no, not me. Uh, there's no way. I'm not going to do it. Um, you can't make me. I'm not the person. You want him over there because he had the degree. And God's like, no, I want you. And, you know, it even says in the New Testament, it says, you'll notice that it's not many of the wise who were chosen. It's 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 really not. And... um and it's funny because when you think about one, what one person can do, and Moses being just a person who was seeking the counsel from the Father and trusting in the Father to do everything, and through him, the Lord delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt. But it wasn't, it wasn't. I mean, Moses, who was doing the works, I mean, God was speaking to him, and he said, like, cast on your your rod, and all of a sudden it became a snake. Or he would speak to Pharaoh, and he was the condo, he was the representation, speaking forth the words of God. And I mean, it's almost like it reminds me of in politics how there's always a diplomat, there's always, for for every country, and like the United States, for example, has ambassadors in so many different countries, and when those ambassadors go to different nations and they speak, they're not speaking on behalf of themselves. They're representing the United States of America, and they're representing the President of the United States, and the same thing for Europe and Germany. When their ambassador goes into a foreign nation and they speak, they're speaking on behalf of the ruler of the nation with which they come. And so when we go forth into the nations, we're not speaking on our own authority. We are speaking with all the power and all the authority of the king of heaven and earth because we serve the king and we are speaking we are representing him and those words that we speak on his behalf carry all the weight and all the authority and all the power as if he was speaking it himself. And so when we lay hands on the sick and we ask for people and we and we command and we ask for their healing, it's not necessarily okay, well I'm really good at saying God heal this person. It's the fact that we're coming in agreement on the basis of the words of the Father. And those words, because they are coming from the promises of God, we are carrying the same weight and the same authority as if Jesus himself were speaking them over 
for that person. And it's not some big spooky thing. It's just the promises of God. He's, Jesus said, the works that I do, you shall do greater. And he said, go into all the, he said, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And so we are taking the things that we've been given and we're just acting out on them and letting him be glorified. And the things that he's good at being glorified in, which is changing the lives and hearts of men and women. And, you know, even Abraham, which is a good example, because Abraham, and one day I'll get into a teaching on Abraham and the grace and the mercy of God in Abraham's life. This is quite fascinating. But, you know, at one point, um, he was, there was his first, and it's um, Genesis 18. Um, verse 16 and and there's this land called Sodom and it's not doing very well in the eyes of the father it says then the men rose from there and looked toward Sodom and Abraham went with them to send them on the way and the Lord said shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. And you know it's ironic like that. There's two things. Number one, God said, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm doing? And the answer was no, because it says, like we read in Amos, he said the Lord does nothing unless he reveals it to his servants, the prophets. And number two, the father, even though Abraham didn't know didn't probably have any possible comprehension of like what his lineage would end up being and that the Christ would come through his genealogy. The father already had planned this out. The father had already looked at Abraham and said, in you the nations of the world shall be blessed. And it didn't really matter if Abraham could completely comprehend it because the father had spoken it and the father said that the words that come out of my mouth shall not return to me void. And then it says in verse 19, for I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they may keep the way of the Lord, to do righteousness and justice, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. <laughs> and, you know, there's the verse we talked about last night about, I mean, you know, Jesus said, I know who are mine, and the enemy cannot snatch them out of my hands. And the Father is saying it way back here, thousands of years early in Genesis, when he's talking about Abraham. He says, I know, I know him. And he talks about keeping him, that he could turn around and bless him. All right, sorry about that, technical difficulties. All right, so the Lord's, I mean, so once again there, the Lord's saying, it's talking about how he keeps us, that he can fulfill his word in us. And then in verse 20, it says, And the Lord said, Because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grave, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry against it that has come to me, and if not, I will know. And this is where it gets really interesting. In verse 22, then the men turned away from there and went toward Sodom. But Abraham still stood before the Lord. And Abraham came near and said, would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? You know, one man stood in front of the father and pleaded on behalf of a nation 
and it wasn't even a nation that he had ever been in that we know. The Bible doesn't say that he'd ever been to Sodom or Gomorrah. But there's one man standing up on behalf of a nation that wasn't even his own. And and then it says in verse 24, Suppose there were 50 righteous within the city, which you also destroy the place, and not spare it for the 50 righteous that were in it. Far be it from you to do such a thing as this, to slay the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous should be as the wicked. Far be it from you, shall not the judge of all the earth do right. And, you know, it's interesting where he said that, and it may sound a little bit harsh, but what Abraham was doing was he was actually repeating back to God, God's own character. And it's not like we have to remind him of it, but sometimes we come into agreement with his character. You know, it says that he is Jehovah Rophe, our healer, and so we come into agreement and declare with him that he is a healer. And we're placing our faith and our belief, and we're placing and trusting him at his word. Yes, Father, you are the healer who can heal anything. Yes, you are the great judge who is righteous and good and your and talks about your goodness and that your patience and he said that I am not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And so Abraham's just coming into agreement with the Lord on the character of the Lord. And so the Lord said to him, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. And you know, Abraham does this a couple times with the Lord getting down to whether it's 40 or 30 or 20 or 5. And I and it's interesting because what if Abraham would have said, oh, no, I'm not going in front of the Lord, not me. Let me go get my brother. Then what would have happened? And we stand in the same place as far as, you know, it's interesting when this tragedy happened in Japan, there was countless people in different countries, whether it's Europe or Germany or Australia or China or the United States, who were constantly trying to get a hold of people over in Japan. Because now, in the days that we live, people are so interconnected and people are scattered across the face of the planet. And so I can pick up the phone and call someone on the other side of the world, even though it's morning here, it's nighttime there, and literally bridge this amazing gap that in the Old Testament people would have to walk, which would take them forever, uh, and me even more so because there's no way I could walk that far. But the point is is that, you know, Jesus said the works I do, you will do greater. And, you know, one thing I believe about that is the fact that when he says the works will do greater is because, you know, there's things now that they didn't have then. They didn't have mass media. They didn't have the Internet, you know, like one of the most amazing technologies to come out of the last couple generations is the Internet. And, you know, the Internet wasn't necessarily designed with the the goal of preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ to every single nation on the face of the planet. But you know what? The technology is there. You know, maybe God gave someone the idea just for the fact that God knew that sooner or later there is going to be someone on the other side of the world sitting in a room needing the hope and needing a Savior. And the only way to reach him was God knew that he was going to have a computer and an Internet connection. And so God brought up the Internet possibly just for one person. And if you think about it in that context, 
We have satellites. We have television. We have radio. We have the Internet. We have this amazing technology that's in place right now that we can touch nations in seconds all for the glory of God. And we can pray for people on the other side of the world. And we can bring Christians together to pray with each other and to have corporate prayer where we all come in agreement with the Father on his word for the nations and for the earth itself. And, you know, the reason I said that is because you never know the one person that you talk to. What kind of connections did they have? You know, if you talk to someone at the supermarket or at work and you just tell them about the Lord and they trust the Lord and they become children of God, well, who are they going to talk to next? Okay, well, I mean, most people will, if something major happens in their life, they're going to tell their family. So now there's people who could possibly call in anywhere on the face of the world to tell other people about the good thing that the Lord has done and about the goodness of God. And so now, just by your one act of obedience and speaking out to someone, well, now you have the ability to reach countless nations without ever even having to go overseas. And then from there, it's a chain reaction of people who are spreading the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. But it all starts with one man. It always starts with the one person who's willing to stand up and say, Father, use me. Just use me in any way that you want to use me. Use me. I'm yours. And that's the act of obedience. And that's all it takes is for us to be willing to be vessels for him. And so... We're going to go to worship for just a second, and then we will be right back. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
And welcome back to another edition of Internet in the Word. This is Prayer International Radio. And we we're in the studio with Sean Holmberg sharing his heart, sharing the Word of God. He was inspired by the Holy Spirit, sharing prayer, just taking us into some different worship songs and just amazing times. Amazing brother in the Lord, just very privileged to have the chance to work with this brother and pray with this brother and just, you know, just experience a lot of different things with this brother. And uh, So, with that being said, let's go into a time of prayer. We just thank you, Sean, for blessing us tonight. God bless you and your family. And so, Father, right now, we just ask that you would bless those that are listening Bless our listening audience, our Facebook audience, and those that are on our blog talk radio program, uh, those that are looking at the website, looking at our blogs. We just bless those that are uh, following us with our website, all those that are just connecting in with Prayer International. We just bless our partners, our Prayer International family right now. And if you're listening for the first time, we just want to bless you. If you're just tuning in this week, we want to bless you. We've been doing this for about 21 days. God is gracious and really working, uh, pouring out His Spirit, touching people all over the nation and in Canada and through the website, actually a few different nations around the globe. So uh, last I heard, we've been in about 25 nations uh, and countries in the last four months. And, of course, we've only been doing the radio program for about 21 days. And had, you know, from what I, I believe, a pretty good success rate. And I get a lot of good feedback. And so we just want to send our prayer out to you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless our prayer international family. Right now we want to lift up Rebecca. She just went to the dentist. She needs God's healing and God's strength as she's healing from the time of the dentist, we just pray God's blessing and His peace, His strength, healing over you tonight, Rebecca. And we also want to pray for uh, Brandon and Jason. God bless Brandon and Jason. God bless Brandon and Jason right now. Brandon, God bless your brother as you minister in the churches, we just ask God to anoint you to play your drums and anoint you to to serve the Lord and bless your family. We just want to pray right now just for those that are listening around the nations that your families would be blessed. If you're in ministry and listening or you've got a blog talk radio program and you're following us, we ask that God would bless you on your programs and those that are listening would be blessed and ministered to you. We just want to thank all of you that are listening. Our prayers are going out to you, going over you right now. We just ask that the Lord would touch you by the power of His Holy Spirit, that He would make Jesus a reality to you and you know His peace and His presence as he pours out and as his kingdom comes into your life and his will is done in your life. And so, Father, we just pray your kingdom come and your will be done right now over everybody listening. Just as it is in heaven, let it be in their earth. 
Let it be where they walk. Let it be where they dwell. Let it be where they work. Let it be with their families and their children. Let it be with their spouses and their loved ones. Let it be with their parents and their siblings. Father, cover every man, woman, child, teenager that is listening tonight. Give them a passion for Jesus and understanding, wisdom, knowledge of the things of the Spirit. Bless what they put their hand to you. Let it prosper. We pray for those that are in business, stepping out in business ventures, business endeavors that are listening tonight. God bless you in your business. May he make you wise and cause you to increase a thousand times more and surround you with wise counsel and all of your business dealings. And we really believe that the Lord is the one who causes us to increase. He gives us the power to make wealth. And so we just thank you and bless you tonight that are going into business or that, that run your own business. Maybe you uh, have some thoughts about business and you're leaning towards stepping out. We just encourage you to pray and continue to pray and have wise counsel. But if you feel a leading of the Lord, nudging of the Holy Spirit, you know, take a leap of faith. Father, we just pray for all those that are stepping out in business ideas and ministry ideas and different ventures that you're calling them to. We just pray for a gift of faith. A gift of faith. Bless them tonight in Jesus' name. So if you're listening tonight, you can call in. Our call number is 619-638-8458. Call in to listen to the show or call in to join live or ask for prayer, uh, whatever you want. Uh, A few different options when you call in. Or you can email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. We're taking prayer requests that way as well as on the website. We have a prayer request page and a contact page. The website is www.prayerinternational.com. Prayer International at gmail.com. You can check out different devotionals that we have, daily devotionals uh, on the website. And uh, you can also check out Chris Daily Devotion at blogspot.com, which there's a link on there. It should go to our links page. And we have many different ways uh, Facebook, MySpace, Twitter connect with us. We want to reach out and be your prayer family. We're reaching out tonight to be your prayer family. It looks like we've got a caller on the air. Let's see who it is. And Hello. Alright, looks like we've got a caller on the air. And uh, who am I speaking with tonight? Yes, hi. This is uh, Alex Posey. Alright, Alex. From Dallas, Texas. Uh, good to hear from you again. Why don't uh, we are just having time of prayer, letting everybody know they can call in. So, what would you like prayer for tonight? Um, well, I uh, just I'd uh, like prayer for the for a part, certain part of Dallas, Texas, um, and uh, it's a suburb of Dallas called Highland Park, and uh, it's just um, there's a um, I, there's a, it's, it's a community that I know that God has an interest in. We love, he wants the people saved in it and he's called me to this area. And so <clears throat> I usually go out there weekly 
to to pray. And um, so I'm just uh, seeking, you know, just um, any prayer that could be lifted up for this community. I know God loves the people so much, and uh, he is a... um, He's an amazing father, and and he's able. It's a very wealthy community, um, and uh, but Jesus. I remember Jesus said um, regarding the wealthy. He said with um, regarding their salvation and being saved. He said with men it's impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. And so um, I just want to uh, put in a plug that. Uh, a request for your the people to to lift up that area um, to the Lord and pray for His kingdom to come there and His will to be done there as it is um, in heaven, so on earth. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Well, why don't you uh, say a prayer and we'll agree with you? And uh, if there's anything you want to, you know, share or pray, you know, we've got people listening all over the United. States and Canada and different places from what I understand. I know right now we've got people in the chat room from Washington State, Nebraska, uh, a few different places. So, you know, um, why don't you, if you want to just share a word, Alex, and uh, for just a minute, and we'll go ahead and pray for Holland Park and, um, okay. you know, just ask our intercessors to join in prayer for you and for okay. uh, what God is doing in that area, you know? Okay. Uh, Sure. Well, uh, there's there's two scriptures. One is where Jesus said, you know, pray in this manner, um, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And uh, I just want to believe that. That's actually what will take place, that the kingdom of God um, will will come and his will will be done in that area, that uh, the pastors will be in unity, that um, the the body of Christ will walk in love with one another, and that fellowship, um, breaking of bread, praying together, um, all these things that are so important for us to be a healthy church um, would would fill in flood. The, uh, the the kind of the, the the body of Christ in Highland Park and that uh, that healing and everything that's necessary to take place for these things to come to pass will will take place and um, I think uh, um, just that the 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 body of Christ at large will really listen to God hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. Um, in Isaiah 55, it says, um, in Isaiah 55, God says, if you incline your, your ear, come to me, uh, hear, and your soul will live. And I'll make a covenant with you like I did King David, and you'll call a nation that you don't know, and nations that don't know you will run to you because the Lord is your God, and for the Holy One of Israel, for he's glorified you. And I know that God. God desires fellowship with his people and uh and his creation. Amen. So yeah. So that's I guess that's well, the, you know, something something you said, Alex 
that God's people would really listen to His Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, that God would really obey and listen to His Holy Spirit in this season of this time. So, you know, when you lift up a prayer, that's something I want you to to pray over everyone that's that's listening tonight. You know, would you if you could turn some of what you shared with us into a prayer for everyone that's that's listening, will you do that for us? Sure. Sure. Well, Father, thank you that you're a thank you that you're a God of relationship, God. You're a loving Father. You're an amazing Father, and and you, you created us. Um, you created us for relationship with you, God, so we can hear you and know you and listen to you, and and you hear us and you love us. With an everlasting love, Father, I just pray. Um, I do lift up the the Park Cities area, God. I lift up to the people of this area, God. I do pray, Father, that that uh, you would um, draw them from the least to the greatest, God. Draw them, young and old. Draw them all. Draw them to yourself, Father. We do pray that your your kingdom will come um, and um, and, and it will be done in the churches. We thank you for all the body, the different parts of the body. Thank you for the pastors. Um, Father, we pray for um, that uh, the body of Christ um, will walk in the unity that you purchased for her 2,000 years ago uh, and that that uh, that there will be the body of Christ who will truly walk in one accord you said, Behold how good and pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. Father, let that be a a, a reality amongst every believer in every every um, every child of God in, in, in the park cities. We pray for salvation. Father, also just um, thank you for everybody that might be listening tonight. Thank you for them. Thank you that your perfect love is a love that casts out fear and is a love that that you just want us to crawl in your lap and listen and listen to you and just rest in your arms, God, and, and you're singing over us. You said, the Lord thy God, in the midst of the mighty, he will save, he will rejoice over you with joy, he will rest in his love. And, Father, I just pray that, that every person um, that might be listening tonight will will um listen will take a chance and listen to you God and hear what you're saying to them and because your words are eternal, they're everlasting in their life and their peace. So we we ask this God in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Thank you, brother. Hey, if you want, um, just let me share briefly. Uh, Alex has been raising up a uh, prayer watch for a, a place in the uh, you know Dallas, uh, Texas area. It's called Holland Park. It's a little city right there in the middle of Dallas, and uh, it's the park started by the park city. And if you want to connect with him or pray with him or know how to reach him, uh, why don't you give an email address, Alex, if you want, and that way uh, sure. you know, 
Well, you know, I mean, God gives us each gifting. And each gifting is important. And each gifting is unique. And so whatever your gift may be, um, you know, I feel called to pray. But uh, you may be, you might have another gifting altogether and um, different but important. So, you know, I would just, first, if the Lord puts this on your heart, just ask him how how to steer. And it might just be so natural to you that it's like breathing. Um, but uh, I think one thing we can do is pray. All of us can pray. Um, and, uh, you know, Jesus said the fervent effectual prayer of a righteous man is old much. That is the truth. And uh, and God's our righteousness, and He uh, He's given His Son as 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 the righteous one. We can come boldly to the throne of grace, and and we can intercede for for souls in the soul ministry. There is nothing that is impossible with God. And just to add a little fuel to um, maybe the furnace. I, um, you know, there, the Word of God, you know, the Bible says the Word of God is alive and it's powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And if you take a look at the stories there in the Bible, whether they've already been put on the silver screen or, or not, yeah. I, believe, I just, this is my personal conviction, I, I really believe that... Um, um, that uh, that we what what God has placed in our uh, in in our hands as the scriptures can bring deliverance, awakening, restoration, renewed vision to the church uh, across not only within the land of, that we live, but also around the world, around the earth. God can bring glory and, and honor and adoration and worship to, to Jesus and healing. Um, I, I mean, I know to this nation through the living, through life-giving word, and if it's done with excellence, if it's done, uh, you know, uh, it's so, the Bible is so, is just, it's an absolutely amazing um, text. And, and uh, um, yes, for the, um, script. I mean, like, there's parts of it's it's perfect stories to be told. So that's just kind of a a, a plug um, for that. Um, well, dude, there's, yeah. I know you you took the one thing real quick, and I want to just take it back to that because I think it's really important for the people that are listening. But you said something about everybody's gifting. Everyone that's listening out there, everybody's gifting is unique. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. we can all make a difference, whether it's in the film industry, whether it's in, you know, a city or a region, or whether right. it's in a business right. community right. or a school or wherever, wherever we're right. at, a ministry or, or wherever, we can make a yeah. difference. We can use that's our right. special giftings and our special yeah. talents. And the Bible says that a man's gifts will make room for him. That's it. So I'll okay. tell you what, why don't you do this? Pray for the giftings of God to come forth in people, for the giftings and talents of God to be sharpened. And let me do this. If you're listening tonight, uh, you can reach us 
We're at 619-638-8458. This is Prayer International Radio, and this is another edition of Intimate in the Word. And we've got Alex Posey in the studio with us tonight, just sharing his heart. Uh, earlier we had Sean Holmberg, and my name is Chris Herzog, your host. And I'm going to turn it back over to Alex, and he is going to pray. Uh, if you're just tuned in, we're sharing about gifting and talents and, and what you can do to make a difference. And he is going to just lead us in a prayer. Uh, concerning that. So, Alex, I'm going to turn it back over to you and uh, go for it, buddy. Okay. Well, Father, thank you. Thank you that um, you're a merciful God. You're, you're a God full of loving kindness. You, Father, you are great and you are good. And, Father, thank you that for the gifting that, that you generously give each and every one of us, God, and and Father, I pray that um that you would write even now um encourage your people, encourage um encourage uh, the saints and and um sh- and show yourself strong and mighty to everybody that's listening, God, that uh that you are a God of perfect love, a God of um freedom. And for those that want to that uh that that um desire to to make a difference to to pray for Hollywood or to make a difference in some other way. Maybe they're calling there or um Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you'll encourage them tonight. I pray they'll be just filled with um filled with um just wisdom and revelation, God. And I pray that they'll be filled with encouragement to know that their gifting is um, can make a uh, can make a, a great difference, Lord God, and they will not minimize their gifting, God. They will not minimize what you've placed in them, God, as uh, as as a, because it's important and it'll help. It'll be a blessing. It's not only going to be a blessing to them; but it's going to be a blessing to the rest of the body because we all need each other, and uh, each part is is just as important as the rest. Um, even though it might look different, the the your word says that the gifts that don't look, you know, as great as or as, as like the others, they're even given more um honor. They're given more um uh, they're they're given special um covering in, in honor. So Father, we pray in the name of Jesus for every soul that's within that you just uh, baptize them with your love, baptize them with revelation, uh, vision, uh, encouragement, and your word says, so shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun when the enemy shall come in like a flood. The spirit of the Lord will lift up his standard against them. And Father, I pray um, that that's exactly what will take place in the film industry and for this nation at large, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to go ahead and pick it up and continue in the spirit of prayer. Alex, hey, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your heart and sharing the Lord, uh, praying for everybody tonight. And again, that is uh, my good friend, David Posey. And you can reach David or Alex uh, at David A. Posey 
at AOL.com if you have any questions or just want to pray with him or, you know, if you want to pray for Hollywood or Highland Park or, you know, just need some encouragement. He's a good brother to uh, get some encouragement from. So, hey, bro, um, we're going to go ahead and um, mute out the rest of the call. We're going to go into worship hey, and then I'm going to do some teaching and prayer. So, hey, I want to thank you for your time tonight, brother. And uh, God bless you and everything the Lord as you do. We pray that it prospers. We pray that the anointing be on you tonight. And in everything you do in the future, that it would be blessed with the spirit of excellence. And uh, we know it will be. It's your mighty man of God. So, hey, bro, uh, you'd be blessed tonight. And uh, if you want to stay on, we're going to, you know, feel free to stay on. If you want to just mute your phone, feel free to stay on. And uh, if not, we will, you know, you know where we're at. Hey, we're going to go into a time of worship. This is Prayer International Radio. We're going to go into one song, and then we're going to bring it back uh, with everybody with a time of word and a time of prayer. So, again, call us, 619-638-8458 if you need prayer for anything. Or you can email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. Also, we're at www.perinternational.org. We just want to thank you guys for listening all over the nation. I know we've got quite a few from really the four corners of the U.S., really. Um, I know we've got people from everywhere right now listening, and uh, as well as Canada. And I got some word back from Poland the other day and Singapore, so I know there's some different people that are listening. So God bless you guys. And we just want to remember and remind you that we're here, and it's about Jesus Christ. We are lifting up the gospel of Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name. So we want to encourage you tonight that in spite of everything else that we've said, that it's all about Jesus. We want to encourage you to go to the one that can heal, go to the one that can bring the solution to your problems, and go to the one that loves like nobody can love, Jesus.
Uh, hello, praise God, we're back. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'm your host for the last 10 minutes of the show. Praise God, we are talking about Jesus. We're talking about the presence of God. And on Prayer International Radio and Intimate in the Word, we want to make a place for the presence of God. We believe that apart from the presence of God, nothing takes place in the earth of any redeeming value. The Bible says, unless the Lord build the house, so those that labor labor in vain, unless the Lord call the watchmen, guess what? The watchmen labor in vain. Sometimes we need to realize, unless we're moved by the power of the Spirit, then the words that we speak may not carry the substance and the life that the Lord intends. So, we want to encourage that you soak and worship and saturate yourself in the glory and the presence of the Lord and allow the Word of God to soak into your heart and develop that character of God into your heart. You know, if you hide His Word in your heart, you're less likely to sin against Him. And if you constantly meditate day and night upon His Word, guess what? If you do what it says, and you read and meditate day and night according to all that it says, and you follow the word of the Lord, the Bible says you will be prosperous, you will have good success. So we want to encourage you. You need the spirit of the word. That's why if we do a lot of teaching, then we say praise God. If we do a lot of worshiping, we say praise God. Whatever happens, we want to let the Holy Spirit do what he wants to do on this program. More can happen in one minute in the presence of the Lord in your life than 10 hours of teaching. More can happen in five minutes of the glory washing over your life like a wave of the sea where the river of living water pours over your life. The streams of God bring the gladness and the peace and the joy of the Lord becomes your strength. And all of a sudden you find yourself in the river of God in the current of the Spirit of God. Let me tell you something. It's His anointing that breaks the yoke. It's His anointing that destroys sickness. It's His anointing that destroys cancers and diseases. By the stripes of Jesus, I declare that those that are listening tonight, that you be freed and loosed of your infirmity, that the power of the Holy Spirit would touch you in your body and quicken your body that by the stripes of Jesus you are healed, and that tonight the word of the Lord is going forth, and healing is the children's bread. And I declare tonight that the word makes you whole. In Jesus' name. If you don't know Jesus, I would encourage you to get to the phone at 619-638-8458. Get in touch with us. Prayer International or get on the chat, let us know if you need prayer, if you need Jesus. If you know the Lord, join us in prayer. We're raising up a watch for the nations of the nation of Japan, the nation of Israel. Father, we pray the peace of God. Cover Israel, cover Jerusalem, that they would prosper, that be within your walls, that they would know Jesus as the Messiah and the Lord. That you would cover our nation. Truth and spirit would cover our nation in Jesus' name. Now, let me tell you something. A lot can happen in eight minutes. Uh, the Holy Spirit, he can do a lot. 
So I want to encourage you guys, pray. Pray whoever's listening to this broadcast later. Pray whoever's live to touch by the power of the Lord. We don't need a lot of information. Yeah, we need teaching. We need foundation. We need to get strengthened because, yes, all Scripture is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness. And that a workman and a good steward of the Word rightly divides the Word of truth. And he understands its skill because the Word of God is sharp. Sharper than a two-edged sword, it pierces the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Yeah, we know that. And as Christians, we need the Word. We need the Word. We live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The Logos, the written Word, and the Rhema, the living, active, spirit Word that is speaking into the hearts of men today. God is speaking into the earth today. Will you not harden your heart? Will you hear the voice of the Lord? Will you sense the drawing and the wooing and the moving of the Holy Spirit as he's calling people to night and day prayer? He's calling men and women to stand a watch and take their place as a watchman upon the wall and begin to cry out and not hold their peace night and day, but they will declare the word of the Lord. They will declare the will of God and the kingdom of God come and the will of God be done. And just as it is in heaven, it would be done in the earth. That is the prayer that Jesus told us to pray. God said he's looking for intercessors and men and women that would stand in the gap. And so we are speaking to nations to be open. We are speaking to this nation, the United States of America, be open to the gospel of Jesus Christ and may the spirit of religion be broken, the power of religion and tradition be broken and that the truth of the gospel, the power of the gospel come, not in word only, but in power and demonstration. Father, I pray that you would seal your word in the hearts of your people, that you would raise them up by the power of your Holy Spirit, that you would move in their lives so they could walk with the spirit of excellence. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you would touch everyone listening. Charge them with a boldness, Father. Grant unto your servants boldness that they may preach your word. Grant unto your servants boldness that they would testify and share and be ready in season and out of season to share the hope and the joy and, the, and the, the grace in their lives. When people say, what's going on in your life, that they would feel compelled and have a passion and the compassion to testify. Because, Father, you said we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We pray, Father God, you would put a testimony, a sure testimony in the mouths of the men and women, the teenagers, the people listening tonight. That, Father, you would bless their families, that you would save their loved ones, that you would bring a deliverance and a freedom, Father, because you said, Lord, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is a freedom, there is a liberty. And God is moving to and fro throughout the earth looking for hearts that are fully his. And if you will open up your heart to him, he's standing at your heart's door and knocking, not just for salvation, but he's knocking. That if you will hear his voice and have an ear to hear what his spirit is saying, he will lead you and guide you. He says, call unto me, and I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. And let me tell you, if you'll call out to him, if you'll reach out to him, if you'll humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, he will lift you up. He will speak to you. 
He will lead you in the way, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it. Do not turn to the right or the left, but he will lead you in a straight path because he is your good shepherd. He is the Lord, your good shepherd, and you shall not want. He will lead you beside the still waters. He'll bring peace into your life. He'll bring a stillness over your life where you can be still and know that he is God. Where you can be still and hear his still, small voice. He'll lead you in green pastures, places of rest, places of abundance, places of refreshing. If you allow the fertility, the fertility, the life, the refreshing of God, as he springs up into your soul and he says, old things are passed away and all things have become new. He's got new purpose for you. He's got new assignments for you. His mercies are new every day for you. If you will trust him, you'll go to him, you'll call out to him. He is waiting. His Holy Spirit is drawing. He says, no one can come to God unless the Spirit draw him. So we are praying in the name of Jesus that the hearts of men and women, children, teenagers will be turned and pulled, that there would be a yearning and a desire and a hunger and a thirst in the hearts of the people, not only out of the church and out of fellowship with God, that they would come to the knowledge of the truth and their eyes would be opened and they would be restored into salvation. They'd be restored into fellowship with God, and they would receive the spirit of truth and life. But we pray for those that have been out of fellowship with God, those that are backslidden, those that are away from God, away from their calling, those that are discouraged. We pray that you would be restored unto the joy of your salvation. You would be restored back to God. That The Bible says you who are spiritual should restore those that are fallen with the spirit of meekness. So we restore you. We lift you up in Jesus' name. We say, be lifted up, be knocked down, cast, but be lifted up and put your hope in God. We're speaking to nations. We're speaking to leaders. We're speaking to those that are people of influence. We're speaking to the body of Christ. We are speaking to men and women whose hearts need to come to the knowledge of the truth. We're speaking to broken bodies to be healed. We're speaking into the ears of the hearers that your lives would be transformed. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ as the power of God and the salvation for all who believe. This is Prayer International Radio. This is another edition of Intimate in the Word. My name is Chris Herzog. And the Lord is pouring out His Spirit. He is drawing Men and women, if you need to reach us, contact us, feel free, www.prayerinternational.org. We've got contact pages and different things you can look at to get in touch with us. We're at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And, of course, you can reach us uh, on our website on the chat line. And we bless you tonight, and we just encourage you to go forward. Praise the Lord. Follow your heart. Let your gifts make room for you. And put your hand to the plow and don't look back. Don't be discouraged and just trust that the Lord says if you will continue, if you will faint not, you will reap in due season. So we encourage you, go forward. Don't draw back. Again, this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and we bless you in the name of Jesus.